Again, last night we were discussing this very important tangent, Nagea to this week's Parsha, and Nagea to Jewish life has been for a long time and is still very Nagea. And that was Shita Zarambam, the reason why Shemalevi had a right or excuse, whichever one you want to use, I'll discuss that soon, to wipe out the people of Shechem is because they didn't bring Shechem ben Hamar, the prince, to justice, and they were over on the seventh mitzvah of Dinim. The Ramban says it's only Sheva Al-Tasa, they were over. It's only Sheva Al-Tasa, and that's not Achiyamisa, Azhara son, Zui Misasan, and that's not Achiyamisa. And the Ramban goes on to explain the mitzvah of Dinim includes setting up other Dinim, and also includes all the Dinim of various types of Gzela, and Geneva, and Ana, and Kevish Chasachir, and Ainus and Mafat and all the other things, which Rambam, Lachari would agree they have to set up a system anyway. The question is, what is the excuse or heter to wipe out Shechem? So if you look on page two of this Ramban, first column, the second paragraph, in Mayavakish Behem Arav Chiyuv, he says, I don't know why it would be Shreve, Chianche Shechem, Choshiva Amim Lavi, Avadazar, Magala Rais, Aisin Kaltevis, Hashem, Hoyu. They were doing all the other various anyway. They were Chai Misa many times over, over. Now, you'll say, well, you need Hasra. You don't need Hasra. A guy does need Hasra. You only need Hasra to make sure they're amazed. <coughs> not even amazed on knowing the dim, but amazed on the Metzias. They have to know the gun is loaded. They have to know she's an Eshazish. The Shita and the Gemara that Lanitna Hasra, Lahatkin, and Shagi Lamezid is not true by Yidin. By Yidin, it's Exeus Akosov. You have to give Asra, even if he just heard a shear in it, even just gave a shear in it. you got to make sure that's Taika De Dibor, and you can't assume he knows the din, even though it's highly unlikely he forgot. That's by Yidin. It's a special Exeus Akosov, which is why it's very hard to kill someone in Beistin. By Goyim, it goes back to the regular din, the Rabbi Yezid, Rabbi Yuda, said, even Gabi Yidin, lo nitna Asra, lahafchem, and shagig lamezid, and by Goyim, that's true. They don't need Asra on the spot. They deeper doesn't have to turn around and say, I'm an Askan and Yesa. You just have to know that he knows the Metzius of what's going on. They knew the Metzius. They also probably knew the Din. They didn't care. And therefore, they were Chayim Misa many times over. As Ramban quotes in the Pasuk, various Pesukim, that the nations in Yisrael, this is a theme Ramban goes into often, which is going to be very negative to our Nobis here. In the next Sugi of Chizkiah, and also I'll get to the Sugi we're almost finished with, with the uh, Kusim. I saw that you thought we finished last week, so I have another Mahalach, it's still bothering me. So uh, we're going to, Mitzvah this Sunday, uh, discuss it. But the fact that they didn't know Lechaira is not an excuse, and the Pasuk says that's why they have to be thrown out of Eretz Yisrael. And the Chai Misa, even not the Yisrael component. And that's what Ban continues to say, Bakasa Sava Chalei Makam Makaymis. Alaharim Aram Alkvas Tachas Kaleitz Ra'anon and Avodazar is everywhere. Losuma Lasas don't copy their ways. Gili Arayis Ki Es Kol Tevis El Asu Eloshena Davar Mosel Yaakov Banu Lasas Behem Hadin. So the Hetter was there. They were Chayimisa, but it's not our business. The question is, why is it not our business? It's not our business now because Klayisol has to set up what they did him to rule the Yidden and give them direction. So now, still not our business. Then Yaakov. And B'nai Yaakov, even though they were B'nai Yisrael, but they still had a status somewhat of B'nai Noach. So why indeed wasn't it their business? The Ramban ends the paragraph is it's not Muslim Yaakov Abanov. So you could say, before you get to the next paragraph, you don't have to say this, you could say that they already had a semi-status of a separate nation and 
Umasolam have to worry about themselves and we can't police the world. That's certainly true. That's certainly true now. The Ramban's going to point out that this was the point of contention between Yaakov and Shemuel Levi. And that is that, yes, maybe on a perfect day where we're not outnumbered and they won't mind and they'll be sending us thank you notes for stepping in and serving justice, then we could discuss our achrayas toward the Umasolam. We could do tikkun, tikkun olam. What? When did that ever happen? Never did. Well, it didn't happen over here and hasn't happened since. If you have a Ger Toshav, it ain't destroyed. It's a right to live in eight souls. And a Ger Toshav is. He accepts Zayi Mitzvahs, even though he shouldn't have to accept his Chayim anyway. But most of them weren't keeping it from time memorial. And the guy has to come and say, I'm going to keep it. Let me live in eight Yisrael. I'm going to be good. Keep the Zayi Mitzvahs. And then we have a Mitzvah to accept him. He can live there. We can even support him if he needs it. We should support him. Ger Toshav is a whole, but he's got to come to base it. Well, the interesting thing is, that's I, that's I preface, he doesn't have, no, no Akum has a choice whether to keep Zion Mitzvahs. They're all high to keep Zion Mitzvahs, just that most of them didn't. So, Staman Akum and Yisrael, we don't trust that he's going to keep it, and therefore we don't want him there, because Kedush is Yisrael, doesn't want him there, as the Ramban says, Yisrael naturally, supernaturally spits them out, eventually, and because it's a bad influence. So if a guy comes and says, no, I'm different, I'm really going to keep it, I'm in the common fun of Bastin, then... He can live in Eitz Yisrael, and we can even we should even help him if he needs help. And then you could talk about policing those individuals. Here they were near as Canaan, and as Ramban's about to point out, they were outnumbered a million to one, or whatever the number was. It was drastic. And Yaakovina's point to Shimon Levi, which is a huge topic. Yehuda asked me to go back to this. We spoke about this about five, ten years ago. Uh, but I don't think we went through the entire Ramban as they're doing now. Uh, it's always a shayla. We're not going to answer all the shaylas tonight. I would need seven hours for that and more. But it's a huge shayla on the, the issue of um, Jewish pride and when to assert our rights. We're still in Gullahs. We're in Gullahs in America and we're in Gullahs in Israel. Nobody likes to hear that. Israel is Israel. We're still in Gullahs, clearly. Our is still covered with a gold dome. And there's uh, still inhabited by people who uh, aren't from the Jewish faith. And the government's not yet from. We're still in Gullis. That doesn't need any explanation. And while we're in Gullis, there are people uncomfortable with this idea. It boggles the mind why they can't just uh, admit the reality is that Israel is basically totally dependent on their one ally. They're totally dependent. Let me go back a step. They're totally dependent only on a Kosh Baruch Hashem set it up right now that... Hashem sent us Baruch Hashem, an ally, and that ally is uh, sending us a lot of money, Baruch Hashem, a lot of help, a lot of supplies, and uh, these facts are uncomfortable for people, but it's well known in the army, especially the Air Force, which is the pride of the, uh, certainly the secular Israeli establishment, if the U.S. would stop sending spare parts, all the planes would be grounded like within a week. You know how frightening that is? So it's not a question of, it's not a question of, we're not selling you more planes. A, we're not sending you spare parts, which is push it. It doesn't, uh, well, that rattles a lot of people. Why should that rattle a lot of people? Hashem and his Rachamim even gave us an ally that helping us uh, with the armaments that they need to defend themselves, and that's wonderful. The question is, how much do you assert your rights? And sometimes uh, they go overboard and forgetting that they're in Golas because the whole approach 
if you're not yet from, is that what do you mean? We have our own Medina, and this is ours. They can't tell us what to do. Well, in Gauls, they certainly can't tell us what to do. And you have to know uh, how far to push it. And you have to have a blend. I'm not saying you should always act like a, a wimp that you're so scared every time you show up at the White House, your hand is shaking. You've got to gotta be a, a gavra in negotiations, but Shaila is how much? And uh, that attitude by those who don't understand Ramban's and Chumash and Novi, Tashval Peh is relegated to, yeah, that's the old Gullus mentality. We left that. Those are the Jews who uh, walked like sheep to the gas chambers. Anybody who says that knows nothing about the Holocaust, nothing about the Nazis, nothing about how the entire thing went over. And most of the people walking like sheep to the gas chambers were not from. How do I know that? Because most of the people walking to the gas chambers were not from. It's just the way the makeup in, in Europe was. So it had nothing to do with a from Gullus mentality or not from Gullus mentality. Uh, the Nazis and their evil genius had a way of uh, tricking everybody till the very last moment, and sometimes Advar Bechlal were very careful about security. The news just got out with two very brave people escaping Auschwitz just to get the news to Hungary. And then when Rabbi Weitzwandel and others sent out letters, no one believed them because you couldn't believe such a thing. We're used to it because we know it happened, but you couldn't imagine such a thing. So th- you have to really be careful in the sugya because everybody means well, and there were certain Orthodox people who meant well and started certain uh, leagues <laughs> in America, and uh, that's your cue, and uh, you didn't start it. And they meant very well, and um, as we spoke about in Avi Shir, every Jew at 22 is a great slogan. Whoever coined that, mom is brilliant, but just happens not to fit in with many Chazals. Um, so, yeah, I've been misquoted and we didn't finish the shoot yet. Uh, so uh, so it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm not doing justice to it now, but you can't not mention this. This is what the Ramban's all about. The Ramban's explaining what was Machik is Yaakov and his sons. So even if you say Yaakov said, yeah, you had a heter. What was the heter? They didn't keep the mitzvah dinim. They even give the arayas and gazela and the chayimis a hundred times over. It's all good. Yaakov even said, what are you? Out of your mind, he wouldn't say, I don't want to talk about Shema later like that, but they were 30-year-olds, uh, he didn't say it like that. Uh, they were Chosheva the 13-year-olds, and they meant well, and they were defending the honor of their sisters. But did he bless them? Not only, in this parish, he let them have the last word. He gave them, in the brachas, the biggest Musa Shemuz, uh, because he says, you can't do that. We're 13 people among a million enemies, and it's dangerous. You can't just do and say whatever you want. People don't like to hear that. And uh, so, um, do you, can you negotiate? Can you push? Can you uh, try to get uh, the right politicians to give you mob? Of course. That's called Hishtadlis. And nothing wrong with that. That's a mitzvah rabba if you do it right. But you got to know that's not coming from a position of strength or gaiva. That's coming from a position of davening first and accruing mitzvahs and uh, making sure you know that it's well secured by as many people learning as possible. And the government has this chusim to keep some things closed on Shabbos, which is constantly being challenged. That's where all the schusim are coming from. And this similar flows uh, that will continue amid Hashem to save Yidin. Uh, the fact that America picked an ally, uh, uh, now it looks simple. Um, if, you're around, uh, if you're just old enough to remember the signs by the gas stations, burn Jews, not gasoline, uh, you'll know that the fact that America stuck with this is not uh, such a small nice. Hashem Hashem knows we need help we need Rachman but we can't lose sight of the fact that to know how dangerous it is and that we don't have rights and we're still in Gullis and, uh, and we try our best to uh, keep our head above water what about Shalom 
Yeah, when Shlomo is king, when David is king. Was there any time that they took Yes. They took a guy who stole a bag of potato chips and he got... All the Gary Tashman ate this all, yes. And were there Gaiusha courts who did that? I'm new to you. I don't want to say this too loud. I'm really going to... You know, all the people who are writing the emails now to uh, discuss what I'm saying, just, you know, if you want to discuss it, that's fine, but it's a 10-hour sugya. I will tell you, though, that there are countries in the world still today who do that, and they're looked at as very archaic and backwards and big rasharam, which they are, all of the above. But it happens to be that if a guy steals, he is Chayamisa. Uh, that's not very popular. What? They're enforcing it now as we speak. No, 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 not them. I'm talking about Mahmoud Stubb and Mahmoud Shlomo. No, so we enforced it only in Exodus for the Gary Tushim. We, yeah, we enforced it for all the people living in Exodus Roll. And David Amal, by the way, talk about... The Ramam, it's really their business, but for a Gary Tushim has to keep the dinam, yeah. So I don't know, you know, when it came up, how often... We didn't. We don't have a record of uh, based in killing too many people because there are a lot of coolers and loopholes. Uh, uh, we have an extra exam because of extra straw. Um, not as much as no mitzvah v'tzilu by them. It's not special exam. It's a kosev, but uh, there is there's a long record because the record still exists today. There are many countries doing it, and they hold double portion. They hold the turn, not because of Zion mitzvahs. I'm not saying that should be done, and the same countries that are doing that. Have uh, ruthless uh, tyrants uh, running the country, and they uh, and they're not our friends. So I'm not. Uh, but uh, what? They were just basketball players arrested in China. I've uh, <laughs> heard of that. You. It seems you come to all the Sherman Drushes here in Shul. It seems just uh, you seem to be in the know. Uh, so yes, uh, look, uh, Singapore happens to be friendly as countries go to us. So we built uh, uh, their army and air force, uh, but they uh, tried spinning your gum out on the street there. See where it gets you. I'm not saying that's a better way to run things, but the streets are a lot cleaner and people <laughs> behave a lot better. So uh, there is uh, something to discuss about that. I know, uh, I can imagine how many people are sending emails right now, but uh, I mean, look at the, the facts. They're not, uh, I'm not saying they're nice people, but they're, they're, they're not doing this because they like killing people and arresting people. They just want a uh, very, uh, uh, I use Singapore as an example because they happen to be uh, pretty, pretty friendly as countries go. So, with that background, well, Inyan Shechem, next paragraph. And they were Chaimis many times over. They use that as an excuse. The Cherev no Kemis. The Melech, the Prince, that's Hamar, his son. And they killed all the subjects. The Sarim El Mishmanta, and all the people there are a bottle to the king and, king and queen and prince and princess. And. Um, they're listening to him, so they're of the same ilk. They made a deal. You can become one nation. And they did a bris meal already. So they, Ramban says, Shem Levi held a bris meant nothing because they only did this to have the Jews open up malls and come in with the businesses. And um, they, it was sold as a business opportunity to join a very industrious Cheshavah people, which we are. And Shem ben Chamor and Chamor were right about that. But that's not a reason that we should take Aram, and that doesn't say they accepted the mitzvahs. And they only said yes because they couldn't say no to their leader. Yaakov Amalahem Bekan. Now, the Ramban says, you've got to read this very slowly. Bekan means the part of the Yishlach. Kiheviu Besakana. says, first immediate time, it was, what'd you do? Where there were a million Goyim and 12 Jews. Shanam Archaitam Asilavishani. Ramban later brings the Medrash that they actually attacked later on. and 
Kashbarcha to step in, Kaviyachu and Nisim Lefaz to save them. So uh, he was Chacham Adav Minavi. Visham and in Parshat Vayichi, Ara Apom, Yaakavino had to have the last word because he had to give the Musars so they should know their weakness and there's too much Kanaz in one place. And he spread the Kanaz around. Kanaz is very good, you just got to spread it around. Visham Ara Apom, Ki Asu Chamas Lanshe'ir. They didn't curse them, they didn't curse any lady, but he cursed their anger. Because this Ramban is, uh, well, many would find this a Chiddush. He said, Lamaisa not only was it dangerous, which was the main immediate problem, they were wrong on the issue, they should not have killed them. Ah, we just explained both according to the Ramban and the Ramban, the Chayim Misa. Doesn't make a difference. They had a Maimed, a meeting, and they made a deal. Now, I find this fascinating because many of the say Yaakovina was there and he agreed to this part because it was a way just to get them weakened, as I mentioned last night, to go in, get Dina, grab her, and leave. And they couldn't fight because it was the third day of the Bris Mila. That Yaakovina agreed to that part of the plan. He did agree to part two for two reasons. It's dangerous for the Jews and it's not right to kill them. You want to use it as a ruse to get your sister out because that's the only way to do it. Fine. Now, mitzvah rabba. But to kill them afterwards, after we agreed to this agreement, one thing to renege in the agreement and say goodbye, have a nice day, the other one is quite different when you end up killing them, even though you had license to do so. Behem, are you Behem? They said yes, the other side. They wanted to join Klai Yisrael, and they reneged. And then Ramban says, I think it's a chiddush agadachid, Zulai Yeshuv or Hashem. I like that. Maybe they talk about acceptances. Maybe they would talk, uh, agree and keep to their full word that they said, we're going to do whatever you want. The meal is just to start. thought that was interesting. And therefore, it's Kilu, they killed them for nothing. Even though they had a heter. Kilo because they didn't do them any harm. They want to kill Shem and Hamar and a couple of accomplices. Fine. Uh, kill anybody who stands up to you when you're grabbing Dina and leaving. Fine. But to level the whole city, Yaakovina said, besides the fact that that's very dangerous, and uh, that's why Yaakovino, the Chachma of life, being Yaakovino and a father and experience, they were 13-year-old young men, very Chashuv, and they do this for their sister, and they're complimented for that. Lamaisa, it was uh, not right in terms of the safety and not proper in terms of reneging on the deal. What about the kids and the kids that have no crying situation So, uh, after the Shir, um, Yaakov and others were asking about that, and I'll just give it very short, uh, because I don't want to say, we said too much already on the, uh, on the video on the various networks this goes to. This goes on two radio stations like, within a couple of days. So, uh, so <laughs> besides entire <laughs> time and uh, our website and call Russian. So, um, so I won't mention your name, Ellie. We're not going to say who you are. <laughs> At least not your last name. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Ellie's around. So you could be Eli Wazel, you know, it could be, uh, that would be difficult. <laughs> but, uh, so um, last night, uh, so Yaakov, you brought up, uh, we had a couple cities under consideration. Uh, Yehuda, I think you brought up, I'm only second to last, the first names. You brought up, uh, what was the city you were from? Stuchin. Stuchin, which I've actually heard of, there were great Rabbonim in that city. So uh, Stuchin had um, the misfortune when the Nazis came in, on the way it's near Russia, the border of Russia. So um, Nazis came in, and they knew they were coming. The able-bodied men ran into the forest, about 2,000 of them. And there were about 2,400 people who couldn't run. Your great-great-grandfather, or great-grandfather, uh, who you're named after, with a second name, for good reason, uh, was 70 years old and couldn't run, and he stayed, and he was killed. 
And they massacred 2,400 people, men, women, and children, as the Nazis did in every city. Then they figured there's nobody else around. They left how many policemen? 60. 60. 60 roughly 60 policemen just to guard the town. And <coughs> then the SS and the, uh, and the army moved on wherever they're going in Russia. Till the next town. Uh, till the next town, right. And to wipe everybody out. So after they left, the 2,000 men who were practicing and becoming partisans or just become partisans, uh, obviously had some guns, came back to the city and massacred the 60 policemen. And Yehuda, when he was in uh, medical school, uh, went to, you wouldn't believe this, but he was in a university that was liberal. I know that's hard to imagine. Can you imagine, John? Can you imagine such a thing? The university that's liberal? It's hard to imagine such a thing. But he got stuck in the one that had some liberal views, and they, at the beginning, they started up with him from his last night, and they came and they had time. How did they know you had shaykhs to the city? He'll tell me afterwards. But they started asking on him, how dare they? What a terrible atrocity. How could they kill the 60 sweet policemen? I kid you not. This is a real conversation in an institution of higher learning. I don't mean Gemara. This is a medical school. A lot of smart people. It's amazing how not smart you can be at certain things and smart at other things. It's incredible. So you asked me last night, uh, you know, is there any halachic ashkafic issue? I mean, over there, there's mamish, nothing to discuss. Whether they're wearing a policeman uniform, SS uniform, the regular army, the Air Force, what difference does that make? Uh, and um, even if they were just um, hired hands, Laman Yishmu Viro, there has to be uh, retaliation. They can't just, uh, now, now that we know about the, what happened really in the Holocaust, the retaliation didn't really help, unfortunately, and uh, Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, which we will discuss in Mr. Sham, also in the Navi Shir, a lot of big sugyas coming, is a very complicated issue. It's dressed up in Yad Vashem, because Yad Vashem is built basically on very secular terms in Ashkoff, it's got a little better. They have some from tour, tour guides now, but you got to be very careful there. And they cleaned up some of the pictures. But it's, it was built on, the only thing they feel they have to be proud of about the Holocaust is the Kerch the couple of pockets of resistance. The jury's out on whether that was a good idea or not. If you're horrified by even that Havamina, I will explain to you. There are many chuvas written on it, both then and recounting what happened. There were many Rabbanim there, Menachem Zem and others. It's a very complicated topic. Uh, the sound bites in case you can't wait, but I can get to it for another month or so. But uh, uh, there were people who were there who were saying that they were all headed for Auschwitz. And as far as why not take down some Nazis, um, they said that the many young people who would have made it, the younger people had a bigger chance of making it, were killed a lot quicker because they were the backbone of the rebellion. And it's not so pushed that less people were killed because of that. Now, you can assure that doesn't make a difference. We were trying to make a point for Jewish pride. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. And these are complicated topics, but it's not pushed. And we're just so brainwashed by the fact this is the only thing to highlight. They're not talk about those who bake matzahs under severe conditions. Shiloh, what the heter for that is. But heter was they had to live as Jews, and that gave them a reason to live. Those were heroes. Shiloh's were the other ones. Maybe, yes, also in their own way. But the question is, um, is complicated. So the answer is, yes, they had a right to come in and, and make a point and take, uh, take revenge and make a point that you don't start up a deed. And unfortunately, the rest of the war, we didn't have the ability... Uh, to do that and, and really make a ration. Uh, the second example you had from uh, that uh, German city, what was that? Dresden. Yeah, so that will leave for some other time when the film's on rolling. But that goes with the atomic bomb on Hiroshima and the other things we were discussing last night after the war. And uh, it's a tragedy and it's horrifying to see pictures, it, be the one that has to press the button. Um, the, uh, the airplane... Uh, that took it was named uh, Nola Gay, if I remember correctly, after his mother, 
Pilate's mother, they said there were reports, he went crazy afterwards, he didn't, certainly enough to drive somebody crazy, but he was fighting in the army and uh, in the Air Force in that case, and they were trying to make a calculation where less American lives would be lost. And the fact that that's being so hotly debated and that Obama had to go apologize is uh, certainly debatable. I hate to attack him, he's not that anymore, but certainly a debatable issue because they're an army, American, Italian, Israeli, it doesn't make a difference, Jewish or not Jewish. You don't have to sacrifice your own people if you have somebody who you warned a few times you have a secret weapon and they're not giving up, and now it's a question of sacrificing more Americans. Yaakov raised the issue that some have a Sfara that they also did it to warn the Russians not to advance and to show the Russians they had the atomic bomb. You know what? I think that makes a lot of sense, and if that was part of the reason, that's fine, because if you have to warn the evil empire that you have weapons and not to start up, that's also part of assuming the Americans are right that uh, Lamaisa, and they certainly were right, and they're not right on everything, but certainly they were right on the human rights abuses and the Jewish issue and all the other things the Russians did wrong. If that could contain communism, then if that's what you have to do, so then you have to drop a bomb. Now what's going to be with the Nebuch, the poor people, uh, the loss of life on the ground? That's called war. And... Um, Sometimes you can't avoid it. We're not in favor about it. We're not happy about it. Uh, but if it has to be done, then it's certainly not off the table. And the fact that there are certain people, probably from your old uh, institution of higher learning, that would hold that that was the worst atrocity of the 20th century by passing the gas chambers and Hitler and, uh, and Nazi Germany, have to have their head examined. It's not even a Shiloh by them. Like a stuff Pasha. Certainly there's a Shiloh. It has to be debated. And if you have two good reasons why you have to do it, even though the people doing it were not looking to do it, they're not happy about it, that doesn't mean that it's us. Uh, we said enough already, and there's one more thing I'd like to add. Uh, maybe tomorrow night we've got ourselves enough trouble for tonight. We'll save it for tomorrow night.